0: Welcome to the Royal Family International Podcast Studio, featuring the Administration of God's Word by Pete Cabrera, Jr. I'm David Smithy, and today's podcast, Demon Slayer, is the first in a four-part series discussing the way in which Christians appropriate God's power over devils, demons, and Satan in the Word. In this study, Pete brings new insight into what Jesus meant when calling the Pharisees and the Sadducees the children of the devil. We also learn the Greek translation of the word diabolos, as Pete discusses the nature of man that Jesus addressed when calling them accusers and slanderers. Thank you for listening, and now here is Pete Cabrera Jr.
1: Hey guys. How you guys doing? So, hey, my name is Pete Cabrera Jr. with Royal Family International University, School of Identity, and Lifestyle. How you guys doing? Man, it's been an amazing morning been amazing. I've just been getting it in, doing my research, doing my work. If you guys know, I am putting together the elephant in the room. It is a beast of a teaching. Oh my gosh. Um, so I just want to give you guys an update and let you guys know what it's about and why I decided to do it. A lot of people ask me, Pete, why are you putting this out? It's because in the last five years, I'd say four to five years, I have been doing research and studying. Biblical deliverance. I've been studying on why it is that we as Christians struggle with the demonic Why it is that we go in circles? Why is it that we just for some reason can't get free from all the things that are happening to us? And so you know for those who want to go free for those who want to be free They will do research and they will not stop until they find the cure now We know that Jesus is the cure in all things and so we know that you know the word is given to us And so we use the word. And Jesus even said, you know, if you abide in my word and you're my disciples, uh, you'll know the truth and the truth shall make you free. So I want to address something that a lot of believers do not know. Do not know. Now, I am not making this series to attack. I am making this series to educate and to inform my brothers in Christ, to inform Those who don't do the research to inform those who don't do the work, the ones who just kind of listen to people and they hear parroting and it goes back and forth. And so, I'm doing this for those who don't have the time and the energy and the effort to do the research. I do this, is what I do I search, I look, I knock, I look for the things of God, and I'm always looking for an answer. My main concern for the body of Christ is that the body of Christ stays free. That's my job. My job is to walk out the identity of Christ and to model out a reality for those who want to walk out freedom. So I'm gonna talk about something and this is gonna be very shocking to most of you when you hear this, but know this, everything that I'm gonna tell you in the series that's coming out, it's all biblical. And if you have your own Bible, you can do the research that I'm gonna be giving you. I'm going to lay it down in a way that you've never seen it before. I can guarantee it'll be in a a way that will open your eyes so you can see things from the lens in which you're supposed to see it. So addressing this, we have to realize that Hebrew and Greek are two different languages. (laughs) We have to know that. And as you know, we don't speak Greek. We speak English. Therefore, there's a lot that gets lost in translation. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the root of what it is that they're talking about. I'm not going to assume just because I, you know, I've heard people say it. I want to go to the root. And so the best way to go to the root is go to the root of the context of why it was written that way and why they chose that word. And so everything lies at the foundation of what's written. The problem is we don't ever go to the foundation of things. We kind of just lay on top of foundations. The next thing you know, everything is just kind of shaky. And then we wonder why our doctrine falls apart. We wonder why we go in circles. We wonder why we get confused. So I'm going to address one issue right here. And this is just a tiny bit of what I'm going to be sharing. on Addressing the elephant in the room. And just with this alone, it's going to cause so much curiosity that it's going to want you to get in your word. Now, that's what I want. I want you to get so curious that you actually get in your word and you find out for yourself. I love the scripture when he talks about it in Romans chapter uh, um, one thirteen, where Paul says that he that he doesn't want anyone ignorant in the things of God. I think that's what it says. Let me read it real quick. Um, is it Romans
0: one thirteen?
1: Now I. Would not have you ignorant, brethren. Now, I would not have you ignorant, brethren, that oftentimes I proposed to come unto you, but was left hither that I might have some fruit among you also, even as among other Gentiles. So, I do not want you ignorant, brethren. And the reason that a lot of us are ignorant in this area is because we're not doing the work. Now, what I love about the word of God is that Jesus says, go and make disciples. That word there is disciples, which means if you're a teacher, then at some point you have to be mature enough to teach what it is that you've been taught. The problem is we don't have a lot of teachers out there, but we're all called to teach the word of God. We're all called to teach, all of us. Now, if you say that, well, we're not called to teach, then how do you make disciples? Because the disciples were taught to teach what it is that Jesus taught. That's what a disciple is all about. So I want to address something. So I am going to address Now all of everything I'm saying is biblical. Everything I'm saying is biblical. Just read your word, okay? So we're going to go to John chapter 844. Now let's read this in context. John 844. Okay? And who's Jesus talking to right here? He says, "You are of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning abode not in truth because there is no truth in him. When you speak a lie he speaks of his own when he speaks a lie he speaks of his own for he is a liar and the father of it. Now who is Jesus talking to right here? He's talking to the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the rulers the, the leaders of, 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 of the uh, of the Jewish people. Pharisees, Sadducees, whatever you want to call them—that's who he's talking to. So, are we to believe that when Jesus is talking to the Pharisees and the Sadducees, that they're actually the children of the devil, even though they're under the law, or are they are they are they responding, or they're walking out the nature of the devil? So, are they literally children of the devil, like he birthed them as children, or are they walking out the nature of the devil because they say your father's the devil? So. If we're to believe that Jesus is saying to them, they're literal children of the devil. My question would be then why didn't Jesus cast the devil out of them? Because they're religious leaders. That's one question that you need to ask yourself. Why didn't Jesus tell them, hey, in my name, right? Come out. Why didn't he do that? Why didn't he say, come out? Come out, devils. Come out, because these are children of the devil. Now, if they're the children of the devil, we're to assume that they're walking out a nature or they're walking out the characteristics of their father, the devil. Now, Jesus did not say they had a spirit inside of them. He did not say you were demon-possessed. He claimed that they were children of the devil, that their father was the devil. Now without understanding and according to John chapter 6 verse 70 Jesus also calls Judas a devil now so now if these are our if these are identities that he's addressing which he's doing he's giving them an identity saying this is who you are he's not saying this is what you have big difference now these are people underneath the law these are people in the body when I mean in the body, I'm talking about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They're all within the the, the sphere of Judaism. They're within uh, they're within the law. They're within the laws of Moses. They're within um, all the um, rules and regulations, the temples, the priests. So this is in the priesthood. This is within side of God's people, the children of Israel. Buried, you know. So within the children of Israel. So these are the the, the sheep. They're not the lost sheep. They're the sheep. Now, if they're the sheep and they're the shepherds and they're part of God's people, Jesus is calling them children of the devil. He is not saying, come out, spirit. He's not saying, come out of them, you evil spirit. He's addressing them right in their eyes saying, you are children of the devil. Now, Jesus is the answer. So wouldn't it make sense that Jesus would cast out whatever spirit was inside of them? Would that, wouldn't that be the answer? The answer would be, hey, I'm here to set my people free, and you're under uh, the influence of the devil, and there's a spirit inside of you, and if I could just get this spirit out of you, then everything would be fine. But this is not what he's addressing. He's addressing something else. And I want to address this because it's within the body of Christ now that we still address this same issue now just because you're administering or behaving in a way that a demon or a devil would respond in doesn't mean you have one it just means you're behaving like one there's a difference between manifesting a devil and being a devil big difference but jesus is addressing they are children of the devil john chapter 6 verse 70 he says uh judas is, and one of you is a devil. So now, what claims, when he claims that he is a devil, the question would be, why is he addressing his identity as a devil? That's one question you got to ask. And I'm going to be answering all these questions biblically and addressing the elephant in the room. I'm addressing address all this stuff. But I'm just, I'm just, I'm just giving you a little highlight right now. A little highlight. Now, I've been doing my research. I've been reading. I've been, I've been, I'm not just throwing things out there. I'm doing the work. So, why am I doing this? Because I want to show you something that's very frightening in the body of Christ that we do not address as believers. Now, in John chapter 8, now hear me out. I am not saying, I am not saying that there isn't devils. I am not saying that there isn't spirits. I'm not saying that. I am addressing within the body, within Christianity. What is going on? Now, I'm addressing in the law, within the people of God, which are the people that are entrusted with the sheep. Here, Jesus is addressing inside of them, inside of this corral, you are a child of the devil. You. I'm not saying you have a spirit. I'm saying this is who you are. Do you see the difference? So now, if he's addressing, you are a child of the devil. Your father is the devil. Now the question is, why is he addressing that their father is the devil? Now, if if your rebuttal is that there was a religious spirit inside of them, now we've heard before that demons come out of people when Jesus is addressing them. So my question is, in this circumstance, why didn't any evil evil spirits or devils or demons come out of the religious leaders who are now being called children of the devil? And I'm going to show you why. I'm going to show you why, biblically, why this is not happening. Okay, it isn't like Jesus sees these guys and there's an evil spirit inside of them and he says, hey, you know what, I'm just going to leave you in there even though I know that you're in charge of most of Israel and and even though I know you're in charge of a lot of people, I know you're in a temple, I know you're a Pharisee, I know you're a Sadducee, I know you're a priest, I know, but I am just going to leave that spirit inside of you even though I'm giving the Great Commission to cast these things out, but I'm going to leave it there. That is not what's going on here. Now, these are things that we do not address because we don't get into the biblical text. So, so I'm going to address it in a way that you understand. So I am not saying there wasn't any spirits involved. I am not saying there wasn't any demonic influence. I am not saying that this stuff's not going on. What I am addressing is what is going on in the text. Why is this happening? What is going on? And why did they use the word here, your father's the devil? That's what I want to address. So here it is. Here it is. Okay, here it is. So now, in John chapter 8, the word there that they use is diabolos. Now, diabolos is in the Greek word. If you look it up in the Greek, there in, and you can look it up yourself. I'm not just saying this. Do your homework. Don't let people lie to you. Go to, um, you can go to Bible Hub and just put in John chapter 8, and go down in the, you'll, you'll, you'll find the word there that's Diablos. Now, Diablos is the word in the Greek that they use there. And that word means slanderer and false accuser. Now, Diablos also means, so it means devil and Satan. That's the word used there. So when he's saying the word devil, he's using the word Diablos, that's D-A-D-I-A-B-O-L-U-S. That's the Greek word. Now, the Greek word has many, many, uh, many uses. You can use it as diablos with an S. You can use it uh, diablo with an O. There's so many ways that you can use it, but it means it's the same root word that comes from the word slanderer and false accuser. That's the word for devil and Satan in this. So it says that your father is a slanderer and a false accuser. That's the word used there. Okay? That's what he's saying. Now, we will use the word devil as a person. But he's saying that your father, which he's talking about a person, but he's addressing the nature, which is, he's saying, your father's a slanderer and a false accuser. That's the word used there. And I'm going to show you in the text that that's what they're using. Watch this. If you go to Matthew 4.1, Luke 4.2, John 8.4.4, 4, John 13.2, Acts 10.38, Acts 13.10, Ephesians 6.11, 1 Timothy 3.6. There's so many where this word is used in the Greek. But I want to address three verses. Three ver- I just want to address three. I got so many. I'm just going to address three. And these are major verses, Okay. So, am I saying, and when I read this, and, and this is this is the part that's going to shake some people. What is it that's going on within the body? How do we address this? And how do we know if we're manifesting devils? This is what I need to address right here. Can a Christian manifest a devil? Now, if your mindset is a spirit, which is not the word that's used there, it's not spirit, it's demon or devil. It's not spirit. Spirit is totally different. A demon or a devil is totally different in the Greek than a spirit. A demon or a devil, and, and I'm going to break this down, I don't have enough time to do this, but I'm going to break down the difference. So here's, here's what's very interesting, which proves that as a Christian, you could function as a devil, Not that you are a devil, but that you're administering the nature of a devil, or the nature of saint, or the nature of. Not that you have that nature, but you can behave as, as that person. Not that you are that person, because before the resurrection of Christ, you were a part of that reality, a part of that nature, because you didn't have a new nature yet, because... Those who live in sin, that's the nature of the beast. And so, when you're born again, you have a new nature. Now, you have a new nature, but you can still walk out the attributes of the devil. You can still walk out the realities of Satan. Not that you have a spirit, but you're acting like that, and you're manifesting the slanderer and the false accuser. Now... Just because you're manifesting a slanderer and a false accuser doesn't mean you are one. Big difference. Okay? So I'm going to address it. And I'm going to show you how how it's in the church, in the body of Christ. Okay? So we're going to go. Now, this is a very, very interesting verse. Let's go to 1 Timothy. Now, remember, the word used there, and I'm going to show it to you, is diablos. That's it right here. It's backwards, but it's Diablos. It means slanderer, false accuser. Do the homework. That's what it means. Every time you hear the word devil or Satan, that's the word they're using in the Greek. But it's translated into devil and Satan. You need to know that. Every single time, that's the word that's used Do your homework. That's why it's very important that you understand what's being written in the Greek. So here we go. Let's go to uh, 1 Timothy. And this is what I love about the Word of God. See, when you have the Word of God and and you're breaking it down biblically, you can argue all you want. You can get mad all you want. But if that's what it says, that's what it says. Now, I am only saying what is written. I'm not saying what I feel or what I think. I am right. I'm actually telling you what is written. So I'm going to read to you what is actually written, okay? And you could twist it. You can get upset. And that's okay. But my job is to teach the Word of God. And that's what I'm doing right now, Okay? For those who actually want to learn the Word of God, this is how you break it down. So 1 Timothy uh, 3.11. Now watch this. This is 1 Timothy. Get your Bible. It's right here in the Word of God. Watch this. In the Word of God. Now I want to show you how they strategically wrote this in 1 Timothy. Because as a newborn creation, as a child of God, they can only speak to you a certain way. Watch, watch how they do this. So brilliant, really done the way they did this. First Timothy chapter three verse eleven. Not given to wine, no striker, not greedy, a filthy lecrae, but patient, not a brawler, not a comforter. Now, if you break this down, and that's three. Excuse me, we're gonna go to eleven. I went. I should have read the whole thing. But 3.11, even so, this is first Timothy 3.11, even so must their wives be grave, not slanderers, sober, faithful in all things. See that word right there? It says slanderers. That word in the Greek is devil. That's the word used there in the Greek. It's the exact same word that Jesus tells the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Your father is the devil, and that word is diablos, and it's the exact same word used in 1 Timothy chapter 3.11, and he's saying that they will not be devils. They will not be devils, not have devils, be devils. Here it is, watch, I'm reading it again. Even so much their wives faithful in all things, even so must their wives be grave, not slanderers, Sober, faithful in all things. Now, let me read it to you the way it's written in the Greek. Even so, must their wives be grave, not devils. Sober, faithful in all things. Do the work. That's the word there. The word there in 1 Timothy 3.11 is diablos. The exact same word used in John chapter 8.44. Exactly the same context. Watch this. Let's go to 2 Timothy. Come on. We can do this. 2 Timothy 3.3. Without natural affections, truth breakers, false accusers. Right there. See that word, false accusers? What do you think that word is in the Greek? Devil. Satan. In the church. They will not be. Devils, they will not be Satan, they will not be slanderers, they will not be false accusers. So the word being used here is the exact same word that you're getting in the rest of the verses where Jesus is addressing the religious, and he's calling them devils, and he's saying that your father is the devil, the same word, let me finish reading it, Second Timothy 3.3, 3. without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontent, fierce despisers of those that are good. This is in the church, not that they have devils in them.
0: We hope you enjoyed listening to Pete Cabrera Jr. as he administered the word of God from his series, Demon Slayer. To hear more of Pete's teachings on the World Wide Web, please go to royalfamilymedia.net. And to learn more about the School of Identity and Lifestyle, go to royalfamilyinternational.com. Until next time, be blessed, be blessed, and be blessed in Jesus' name.